Light that spark fire nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1862 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Mitch Miller. Mitch, are you prepared to ignite? I'm prepared to ignite, brother. Yes. Mitch is a marketing <sighs> advisor to multimillionaires, CEOs, and entrepreneurs. He's the author of four books, a highly respected copywriter, and holds business trainings all over the world. Right now, he's actually in Philippines and it's 10 p.m. his time. So that's Commitment Fire Nation. And Mitch, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. It began when my, my father came down with a health issue when I was young and my mom had to work and go to school. So we grew up poor. I had a poor mindset, um, but I could play guitar. So instead of high school and college, I started a rock band and eventually became famous in Canada, like, you know, albums, radio and groupies and all that. So we started living wild. Uh, and then by at the age of 21, I had a heart attack. So I'm 34 now. Um, and I decided at that point to do a 180 and become a successful entrepreneur. And that was in 2004. And I failed eight different businesses between then and 2012, um, you know, craziness along the way. Like I'd move to Europe with $500 in my pocket or um, I would end up in homeless, homeless in Canada in 2008. And, and then 2012, I finally had success in a landscaping company where we grew it up to 30 grand a month um, consistently. And then a few years ago, we started Oppose Media with my business partner, Mac, where we make companies millions of dollars and what well, we used to do consultancy. Now we just hold seminars, retreats, books, courses, and we help people quit their jobs and start their own business because I find that more rewarding than consulting people who are already successful. What was the reason for your heart attack? There, there's multiple reasons. So it was cocaine mixed with ecstasy mixed with a threesome and the fact that I wasn't drinking water all night. Um, and, and, and that's pretty much what did it. So uh, talk about scaring a guy straight. Scaring a guy straight, <laughs> no doubt. Fire Nation, not the recipe for success right there in any way, shape, and form. But Mitch, through nope. all that, you've had a lot of failures. You've had a lot of struggles. Yes. But I want to talk about your current area of expertise. What would you say right now you specialize in? I'd say the number one thing is copywriting, which for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, that's crafting words that persuade people. And I believe it's the key to advertising, marketing, and influence in general. And it's one of the most coveted skills in the world and one of the hardest to do right. So I would say copywriting. Mitch, go deep here. Don't give us some standard spiel about copywriting. <laughs> um, what's something that we don't know about copywriting that as entrepreneurs, we probably should? Copywriting is sales. So as entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in trying to convince people that they need our products and services, we forget to try and convince the right people. So we know from like movies and TV and our own lives, we just love trying to convert a skeptic, but that's not the most profitable thing to do. So this is something that most entrepreneurs have no idea they're doing, actually doing wrong, actually. What they do is they're crafting advertising and marketing and copy to try and convince people who don't want it to want it instead of trying simply to convince people who already want it and just need to be convinced that they want it from you. So it's it's about speaking to people who already desire what you got and then just making them desire it from you specifically. It's a subtle shift in tone of messaging, but man, that can make the difference between just getting by and, and thriving. Well, what's the best way to get that copyright message in front of people that do want it and not the skeptics? It's literally putting it in front of the same audience as you're putting it in front of, but instead you're not coming at it from trying to sell them something that they already want. Like most people are just saying, you're going to really want to like change. Like you don't want to convince someone who doesn't want to lose weight to lose weight. You want to write copy 
as if the person already wants to lose weight and they just want to try out your solution. So is it kind of like assumptive copywriting, so to speak? Yes, it's a, it's assumptive. And m- but most people by default, they're trying to get someone who doesn't have that desire to spark that desire and then buy a product. That's almost insurmountable. What you want to do is you want someone who's already got that spark and they're willing to make that change. And then because I think it was Eugene Schwartz said, you can't create desire in somebody. But you can take someone who has an existing desire and focus it onto your product. But most people are trying to create that desire and try to convert someone who doesn't want to be converted. Fire Nation, right as if, right as if. I love that. So, Michigan, you know, you've mentioned a few times, you know, you showed up penniless in Canada. You've you've yeah. had some struggles. I mean, that one infamous night when you were 21 years old, we won't get into the details of because this is a family-friendly show. But what would you say your worst entrepreneurial moment is to date? Mitch, Pull back the curtain, go there, go to that worst moment. Take us there and tell us that story. Well, a few years ago, we came back to Canada from Asia. It was winter. And if you've ever tortured yourself with a Canadian winter, <laughs> it's like minus 40 degrees. You're talking to a Mainer, almost- Mitch. I, I, I'm basically <laughs> oh, in Canada up there. Exactly. Yeah, you're basically creeped over the border here. So we had a few bad. We had a few bad months. Uh, we had we we were terrible at managing our cash flow. We had a few refunds, and basically it was like the perfect storm, perfect snowstorm, uh, <laughs> to just completely be wipe wipe ourselves out. Mm. So to make a long story short, we were living in our office for two months straight. Now. At this point, we had no apartments because we couldn't pay those, so those went away. <laughs> and all we had was this office. And so we were slowly selling off everything in the office to eat, like our camera equipment and furniture and stuff. You're like, wait, we can't sell the microwave. That's how we heat up the ramen noodles. <laughs> that, that, well, at this point, you just kind of like eat them out of the package. <laughs> they're, they're better with the Frenchie. And so, <laughs> so we're selling off everything in the office to eat. We literally did sell a microwave, though, uh, to eat. And the, <laughs> But the funny thing was is we shared part of the office with an accountant, some dude. And he was this, this really cool Chinese guy. Um, he, he was just fresh from China, really awesome dude, has his own little accounting practice in the same office, uh, just a different room. And so my business partner and I, because we were, we were embarrassed, we'd, have to, we'd both have to sleep under the, de- the desk in our office on a single air mattress together. It was horrible. Um, and then we'd have to wake up before the accountant came in every day to make it look like we, we got there early and then just started working there early. Oh and so our friends thought we were done for. Um, our audience never knew. Uh, but we were about six days from being on the street with nothing because we do, couldn't even pay to be in the office anymore. And with two days left, I closed a $20,000 deal. And we were back off to the races. Everything was growing bigger and, and nothing has gone down since. What's the lesson here? Like, what's the one thing that you learned from that worst moment that you had of being with your buddy on an air mattress underneath your desk, you know, waking up in the morning before the Chinese accountant rolls into business? Like, what's the one lesson that you want to make sure that we get as entrepreneurs? The lesson is pretty traumatizing for me because my, the, all of our friends, they would say things like, well, you guys had a good run and, and they thought we were done for. And if you look at it on paper, we were done for. We were basically homeless and had nothing. But in my mind, I was two days away from having 20 grand in my pocket. I was always two days away from that. Ooh. And it's that it's that never-ending persistence. There was, there was no version of reality that existed where I wasn't going to get out of that. But to them, to, to the average person, it was I was already done and finished. So what people can take away from this is if you are absolutely certain about something, um, and it's just in your bones and you're willing to die for it, you can't not get it. So I want to say something right now, Fire Nation, that some of you might get a little offended by, but I, I, I hope you listen because it's true. Your friends 
they secretly want you to fail. Like they really do want you to fail. And I want to, I want to be honest with you. They love you. Your friends likely love you, but they want you to fail. And here's my analogy, Mitch, and I want you to disagree with it if you do disagree or yeah. whatever it might be. But I really like to compare it to that blackjack hand. Okay, for those of you that know blackjack, okay, you're looking at 16. You have a 16. And the, what does the dealer have? They have a 10 showing. So you, you know deep down they have a 20. I mean, that's just how you have to play, that they have another 10 that you don't see. And you, you have this 16, and you know that there's a chance there's a five, the next card is a five, but you, you don't have the balls to hit. So you don't hit that card, and you're praying that when the next person, the person to your left, gets that hit, that you're praying that it's not a five. Because if it's a 10, then you've just justified yourself because you would have gone bust. But if it's a five, you've proven to yourself that you have no courage, you have no balls. And that's you, Fire Nation, to your friends. You're that five <laughs> underneath that card. Because if you hit it big, when Mitch hit it big, when I've hit it big, all of my friends that never took that swing, we're that five for them. That's a weird analogy, but Mitch, what do you think? Man, that, that's 100% true. And a little secret, if you guys want to know who 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 like is who your haters are, I don't like that word hater. People are just people, and like we said, like they're just they're just afraid. But a secret to know if they're actually a hater is if they're silent. <laughs> Cuz they're not the ones liking all your stuff like on social media. If they're silent, that's a cue. So this is something weird. I mean, I don't, I don't even I've never talked about this before. I don't know what you just said. I just brought that up. But like uh, I had this friend when I launched my uh, podcast back in 2012. So five years ago, 1,862 yeah. episodes ago, I launched my podcast. And I reached out to my friends because nobody knew I had a podcast. And I said, buddies, can you give me a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the world. Mm. And they all did. And they, they were there. They gave me, you know, because I asked for it. So I didn't go out of the way. But I, I asked them. They did the five-star review. And then one of my buddies wouldn't respond, wouldn't respond. And then finally he said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. He gets on, you know, it's a two minute thing. He does it and he gets back. He's like, okay, I did it. Like, you know, basically like leave me alone now. This is one of my best friends. And then wow. a couple of days later, like the, the review showed up and it was a one-star review. And I reached out to him. I'm like, dude, that's a one-star review. You're killing me. I only had like 10 reviews. And when one of them was a one-star, like that's horrible. He's like, dude, I, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I must have made a mistake. I don't know. I'm like, well, dude, it's so simple to change your review. Just click here, mm. change, click on the five star and you'll be able to change it. And he's like, okay, I'll get on it. And to this day, five years later, he never oh. has. Man, I could feel that too. I, I know that feeling. Don't you know that feeling? Oh, yeah, I know that feeling 100%. It's like, dude, did you really, come on, really a one star, not even a two? He just <laughs> did not want me to succeed. And to this day, like, we're still friends. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like just throw it away, but, <laughs> but I know deep down that this guy is secretly bums. You know, like all those friends that came to you, Mitch, and this is what really sparked it all when your friends came to you and they're like, you know, you had a good run, you had a good run. They want to be able to say that because then they're like, you know, you had a good run, mm. but then you busted out. Like, they want to be able to say that because mm. then, for them, they never took that chance. So Mitch, let's switch now and let's talk about one of the greatest ideas that you've had to date. Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. So many ideas, but one that I think uh, would be uh, valuable to you guys would be uh, we first decided we wanted to host a live event because I was burnt out from doing client work and, and all of these marketing campaigns. And we wanted to just, I really wanted to meet people and help people in real life. So we wanted to host a live event. We were nervous. We'd never done it before. Um, I don't like taking advice from other people. So, uh, and also it's well known that filling up events can be very difficult. So we wanted to, and we wanted to make sure like beyond a shadow of a doubt that everyone there would get value and that it would be interesting enough of a concept to get people on because I had a following, but I didn't think they were rabid. It turns out they were, but um, stupidly or not, we decided that the workshop would be 30 days long wow. because if it's 30 days, if it's 30 days long, then 
they got to get the value, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we rented a mansion in, in Thailand and we got 12 people to sign up through a couple of Facebook posts that I made. And people flew all across the world to Thailand to do this thing. And it was a massive success, except for two people who nobody could get along with. But I'll tell you one thing. It was a success, but man, do not put 12 strangers in a house for an entire month and expect it not to turn days. out like a season of Big Brother. I was just going to say, you reminded me of like, what's that show on MTV? And, you know, Big Brother or reality, real, real life, housewives yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it was fascinating, but but it worked. It launched, We I think we did 13 events uh, that year and we had never done an event before. And with varying degrees of success, everyone leaves happy. Like the value is there. I mean, I have no doubt. It's just, you know, logistically there's been issues and stuff, but it was, uh, that was an idea that. <laughs> that is an idea. I mean, I'll tell you, that's ballsy 30 days. You know, that's such a long time for someone to chop out of their life and go like, you have to be a specific person. Like you can't, you probably can't have a family. I'm sure there's a couple people that had families, but for the most part. They did, you, man. Yeah. Dude, they did. It's people that were really wanted to make changes and they were fed Interesting. up. Um, and so their wives did not want them to go. It was difficult for them, but it, but it was cool. But you get to see, John, this is crazy, is like how many days go by until people start hating each other. And when you realize how many, how many days are enough, we realized that 12 days for this group of people was perfect. We were like a family, like, like kumbaya, like we loved each other <laughs> to the end of time. But then day 13, 14, 50, and <laughs> by day 30, we just couldn't wait to leave. Oh, uh, so 12 days. See, this is great, fascinating information, Fire Nation. So uh, definitely, definitely taking that to the bank. I had, I had a little three-day event down here in Puerto Rico, and of course, that was amazing because it's just three days, nothing but kumbaya. People didn't have a chance to you know, even really get to know each other that well, so there was all kumbaya on this. But I can definitely see, even with this group that I have, which was just five people, um, if, if it had kept going... They're all amazing people, but but we would have we would have all gone under our skin somehow. <laughs> Mitch, the one takeaway. What's the one thing? And just give it in one sentence. Like let's keep this part short. What do you want to make sure our listeners get from that great idea you had? To do something that you don't think you're ready for. Because just like having a child, I don't have one uh, that I know of. Um, but I but I don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're never going to be ready for what you think you're going to be ready for, so that means by default you're ready. If you're never going to be ready, then that means that you are ready now. So just do it because there is no ready. What are you most excited about right now, Mitch? Like you have a lot going on, but what really mm -hmm. fires you up today on the business side of things? So what fires me up is the opposite of what's always fired me up my entire life. Uh, I, I used to be a biz, biz op seeker. I used to just look at the shiny thing. But now I'm seriously fired up about the boring stuff. So we're really expanding right now and we're hiring. So anytime you hire, if, if you, if you, for your listeners, um, you're forced to think in systems because you can't hire and be inefficient anymore or else it just speeds up that inefficiency and it kind of speeds up your failure even by hiring. So we're hiring five people right now. And, and so I'm excited to see all the leverage and we're putting systems in place. And so I feel when you, when you hire people and you really have to train them, I feel that's when you really start to become a, an entrepreneur and a, and a leader. So that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about systems. Fire Nation, if you think Mitch has been dropping value bombs, you're right. And guess what? They're not stopping because we are about to crush the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. My focus on health and wellness continues to increase, and every day I'm learning new ways to make small tweaks, like switching to mushroom coffee, a concept I first heard about on Ben Greedfield's podcast. 
mushroom coffee? <laughs> yep. It's from a company called Four Sigmatic. And once I tried their mushroom coffee, I immediately realized three big things. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes just like regular coffee. There's no quick rush followed by an even quicker crash. And I don't get that acidic burn in my stomach that I did with regular coffee. Plus, it gives me a strong and steady energy force that lasts the entire day thanks to the active ingredients lion's mane mushroom, also known as smart mushroom, and used by Buddhist monks for better focus during meditation. Visit foursigmatic.com slash fire and enter promo code fire for 15% off your order today. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash fire. Promo code fire. If you're not much of a designer but are looking for ideas for your next logo, website design, or even your new business cards, then Design Crowd can help. Design Crowd gives you access to over 550,000 creative minds from around the world who will help you come up with your next design. Plus, Design Crowd makes it super simple. All you have to do is submit your brief, and then designers will begin submitting quality designs for you to review, provide some constructive feedback, and you can quickly generate multiple designs that you love and that fit your needs. Why pay expensive fees and wait weeks for an agency to pitch an idea when you can have exactly what you need within just three days? Design Crowd is so confident that if you don't like any of the submitted designs, they'll give you your money back. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer for Fire Nation. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire. Mitch, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? I'm ready, bro. Let's do this. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Always looking for confidence. Uh, my confidence, I was trying to put it into a product or a training or a strategy that some guru is telling me instead of just trusting myself and getting the confidence in myself to just follow through on some of those things. What's the best advice you've ever received? People don't buy products. They buy the story about who they are if they buy it. Story, Fire Nation. I love that. What's a personal habit, Mitch, that contributes to your success? Okay, this is a funny one. So I get my nails done like a girl because <laughs> I used to I used to bite them for 22 years. And so I take extra care of them now and it represents like a personal triumph to me. Okay. Hey, I, I got a, a manicurist down the road here and I still bite my nails at 37 years old. So this might be finally <laughs> what it takes. I mean, I remember my mother used to put that little uh, polish on it back in the day that when you would bite your fingers, it'd be like so sour and gross, but I would still bite my fingers despite That it. doesn't work, man. That doesn't work. I bit my fingers my entire life until age 34. And the only way I could, could stop it was getting them manicured and keeping them consistently moisturized. Interesting. You don't bite them if they're moisturized. That's so fascinating. Recommend mm. one internet resource Mitch? Google Keep. So it's like Evernote. If it's, so if you guys w- want to keep your thoughts, notes, or reminders in one place, it's simple. And it's, e- it's, it's simple. And it's easy. And it's on Google. So it's attached to my, my phone because uh, I'm I'm I use Android. So Recommend one book and share why. Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, it's written by a prisoner who lived in a concentration camp for three years. And it's his vivid account of life in there. Um, it's the best book in the world to me. Uh, because it reminds you of how strong you are and how grateful you are to be free. And it makes any entrepreneurial obstacles that you have uh, seem like a joke in comparison. So what it does is makes your journey easier by contrast. Victor Frankel, Fire Nation. If you haven't already, yes. you can get that book for free on Audible over at eofirebook.com. Mitch, let's end today on fire 
with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way that we can connect and then we'll say goodbye. Anyone listening, if you're having trouble starting a business or if you're stalling or afraid to take the plunge, then just read biographies and stories from people who have felt the way that you have and maybe been through similar circumstances you have or worse uh, and then have made the leap and then just borrow their confidence to get you through each day. Um, the best way to get a hold of me is to find me on Facebook. My name is Mitch Miller. Uh, that's where I do all of my social media and content. And also I put together a free one hour lesson. Uh, it's called the three lies keeping you from making real money and seven steps every entrepreneur must take before starting a business. And if you guys want to watch that, then you can just go to go.opposedmedia.com slash seven steps. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with MM and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. And if you type in Mitch into our search bar, his show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And again, you want to watch that video, Fire Nation, the three lies that are keeping you from making real money. And what again, one more time, Mitch, was that URL? go.opposedmedia.com slash seven steps, the number seven. Cool. And there's also the seven steps of what? Seven steps every entrepreneur must take before starting a business. Boom. Fire Nation, get over there. Mitch, thank you for sharing your journey, brother. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Mitch today. And everyone's scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win, Fire Nation. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.